Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. I'm Adam Wright, and hopefully today I've learned how to operate the computer again. We had a great time yesterday on the show, despite a couple of uh, blunders on my part. But you know what? It's a new day, it's a new show, and we've got some great things in store, whether... uh, No matter what happens, we've got some great things in store. Let's pray today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, today on the show, here is what is in store for us. We have Greg Robeson's back with us again. We're, we're working our way through the seven deadly sins. Today we're going to talk about anger. So that's all ahead on the show today. But first, let's go to Mike Roberts for our Saint of the Day. This is the Memorial of St. Dominic. Born in Spain in 1170, he was named after St. Dominic of Silos. His parents, Felix and Joanna, had been unable to conceive. After his mother had a dream of a dog carrying a flaming torch while jumping over her womb, they made a pilgrimage to the Abbey at Silos to ask for the intercession of St. Dominic of Silos, and not long after that they conceived. His uncle was an archbishop and played a significant role in Dominic's education. While he was studying at the university, Spain fell into the grips of a severe famine. To raise money for those who were suffering, Dominic sold his clothes. When his fellow students asked him why, he said, Would you have me in these dead skins, while so many are dying of hunger? In 1194, Dominic joined the Benedictines. In 1215, on a journey with his bishop, he encountered the Albigensian heresy which held that all earthly matter, including humans, was evil and which also denied the Incarnation. This heresy was spreading in part because of the austere life so many lived measured against the much more luxurious lifestyle of the clergy. To battle this heresy, Dominic, three Cistercians, and three more followers started the Order of the Preachers, which became known as the Dominicans. At one point, the Blessed Mother appeared to Dominic as he was praying and gave him a rosary. The beginning of the devotion to the rosary spreading across the centuries can be attributed to Dominic's preaching after this visit from the Blessed Mother. A life of extreme poverty and teaching was hard on Dominic, and he died at the age of 51 at the convent of St. Nicholas in Bologna. St. Dominic, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Prayer for the Gift of Prudence. Jesus, artful master of parables, your prudence eluded the hypocrites. Your actions were known before creation, displaying all the wisdom of your prudence. Eternity must have attended to minutia. Being prudent in your best interest, you considered all potential consequences, securing the outcome of your earthly life. Grant me the prudence to always be cautious and sensitive to the basic needs of others. Jesus, you have shown great foresight. Prudence truly originates from your being. Amen. 
Are you enjoying this episode of Roadmap to Heaven? Are you saying to yourself, I wish I could listen to this again? Well, good news, you can. Just go to your favorite podcast app and search Roadmap to Heaven by Covenant Network to find this episode and more. And for even more great Catholic content, be sure to visit www.ourcatholicradio.org. That's O-U-R-Catholicradio.org and click on the Programs tab for some great shows. And now back to Roadmap to Heaven. I want you to imagine that at one point, many years ago, you had a good friend who said, let's all go for ice cream, but I don't have room in the cab of the truck for everybody. So you three jump in the bed of the truck. And instead of driving to go get ice cream, you look up and all of a sudden you see you're pulling into the drive through car wash and here come the water jets. You might say to yourself, oh, if that happened to me, I'd be angry. And you know what? I can tell you from experience, you probably would be tempted to anger just as I was. We all get angry from time to time. There is a virtue that can help us combat anger. That's the virtue of meekness. And here to tell us about it is Greg Robson, who helped me grow in meekness, for the record, perhaps with or without a car wash on the way to get some ice cream. <laughs> I think it included hot wax too, right, Adam? Yeah, the hot wax wasn't really as hot as they say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Greg, we're talking about anger today, and, and now that we laugh about this, it, it's fun to look back on things, but in the moment sometimes we do get so angry about things. I think of, of all the sins, if we talk about pride being the one we struggle with as the gateway sin, this is probably one that in our current culture we all are fighting the most, and that is anger. So we hear that word, we're called to be meek and humble of heart, but what is meekness and how does it help us with anger? Sure. So first with anger, I know if I'm being honest with myself, brother, I, uh, I'm, I'm rarely righteous in my anger. Uh, for years, I would get mad about things. And really the reason I was mad was because I'm selfish. And, uh, and I would always retort back in this, you know, <laughs> shallow biblical hermeneutic, look at Jesus flipping over the, the tables, uh, the chain money changers, uh, tables, and uh, this this depiction of righteous anger to justify my responses. But the reality is no one else should have to pay the price for my uh, emotional fallout and lack of self-restraint. I cannot tell you a time in my life when I got mad and it was righteous. I can't think of a single time, <laughs> but I'm quick to compare myself to Jesus so the solution to that is meekness. And inside my heart, what that means is, what am I mad about? I'm a creature. I'm God's child. He gives me everything I need. I deserve nothing. And there is meekness. So we have sometimes we have this, this really perverted concept of justice or what I'm due that comes from sin. And overcoming vices means digging. We've got to dig down deep and get at the root cause. So why do I think I'm entitled to that? And then when it doesn't go my way, why am I so mad? What am I really mad about? I think that's one of the fundamental questions to ask about wrath. What am I really mad about? Am I really due that thing I think I am? The saint that you bring to our attention in this is St. Jerome, and he's a saint that I think of uh, biblical translation when I think of St. Jerome. So I'm curious why you call him to our attention when we're talking about meekness as a way to combat anger. Well, let me tell you this quote from St. Jerome, and this is what connected the dots for me. I'm with you. Um, 
he's he's known for so many things and maybe not this first but saint jerome said till your good is better and your better is best till your good is better and your better is best he says the face is the mirror of the mind and eyes without speaking confess the secrets of the heart the face is the mirror of the mind so I might not get mad and say angry words, but I can still harbor in my heart anger toward you, my children, pe people that I'm called to love. Even though I'm not saying angry words, that's really what's going on inside. My wife's expert at seeing this in me. You know, I'll be carrying anger about something. I'll be like, I didn't curse or say something inappropriate. I didn't raise my voice. I didn't do it. How do you know I'm mad? She's like, it's all over your face, honey. And there's St. Jerome. So we've got we've to get at that root cause so that we're cleaning up our nonverbals and the things that we don't say, because what's going on on the inside is coming out on the outside. So thank you for saying, thanks to St. Jerome for the example on meekness. Thanks indeed. And for the record, neither Greg nor I nor Covenant Network advocate the driving through car washes with people in the bed of your truck. We're going to chalk that one up to we were both young and imprudent, which is a vice for a whole other conversation. But Greg, until we get to our next of the seven deadly sins and the corresponding virtues, I want to thank you for being with us today. Hello, podcast listeners. This is Adam Wright for Covenant Network. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. And while you're at it, share it with your friends. And now back to the Roadmap to Heaven podcast. We stop on this Tuesday for our daily dose of encouragement. This week we are looking at 2,000 years of continuity in the Catholic Church. And, and Patty, I have to tell you, how many times in life have I either said to someone or been told, you know, we have a process, this is how we do it, we've been doing it this way a long time, and we do it because it works. And I couldn't help but think of that yesterday when you were sharing the daily dose of encouragement. Well, not just because it works, but it's because it's true, and it's because how Jesus set it up, right? This is what we want to do. We want to be faithful to Jesus in the fullness of our faith. So here's a question I've always had, you know, how do we know that the church has always believed in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist? Or was this something that came later? And I think it's very, very important that, you know, it's the central core belief, the source and summit of our faith. Well, do we have proof that the church has always believed in the real presence of the Eucharist? Yes, we do. And for this, I turn to St. Justin the Martyr, and he lived in the years 100 to 165 A.D., and he wrote a, a writing called the first apology and this provides one of the earliest accounts of this teaching and i have to admit of course i've heard of saint justin the martyr i knew he was an early church father but other than that i didn't really have any devotion or knowledge of this man but then i started reading more and more and oh my gosh i love this passage Here's the quote from St. Justin the Martyr. And this food is called the Eucharist among us. There it is. Called the Eucharist right there. Justin the Martyr from the year 100. He lays it out. And this food is called the Eucharist among us. No one is allowed to partake of it 
other than him who believes the things taught by us to be true, and by him whose sins are washed away in the washing unto regeneration. In this way, one lives as Christ has commanded. For we do not receive these as common bread or common food. Rather, in the manner that Jesus Christ, our Savior, who was made flesh through the word of God, taking on flesh and blood for our salvation, so we are taught that the food that is made the Eucharist by the power of his word is, in fact, the flesh and blood of that Jesus who was made flesh. So much is in that one paragraph from St. Justin the Martyr. Notice the word itself, Eucharist, from the very beginning. Notice, just as today, no one is allowed to partake of it other than those who believe the things taught by us to be true. And those whose sins are washed away in the washing unto regeneration, meaning you must be a baptized Catholic. Right? You must first be baptized and believe what the church teaches. This is still true today. And it is, in fact, the flesh and blood of Jesus. This teaching did not fall from the sky. That's what we've got to know. It did not fall from the sky. It was not made up. 2,000 years of continuity, the fullness of faith, the faith of the early church, preserved in its entirety, handed down to us today. Jesus instituted the Eucharist at the Last Supper. We still say the same words, and the church from the very beginning has believed and taught in the real presence of the Eucharist. You gotta love it. 2,000 years of continuity. Patty, thank you for this daily dose of encouragement. All are invited to attend a concert of sacred music performed by the Catholic Women's Choir Polyhymnia. The concert is titled Sing of Mary. It's August 13th. That's this coming Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. at Assumption Catholic Church on Mattis Road in South St. Louis County. A wonderful group of singers, and I've gotten to hear some of their singing online. Uh, What a great way to get ready for the Solemnity of the Assumption of Mary which is next week, Tuesday, a week from today, which, by the way, we've got this trifecta going, right? Today we have St. Dominic. We celebrate founder of the Dominicans and the Blessed Mother entrusted the rosary to St. Dominic. So next week, the Assumption, and then the week after that, the Queenship of Mary, all on Tuesdays. Let's not forget to pray our rosaries. More on that in a moment. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Here's my challenge for you today on this Feast of St. Dominic. Can you pray an entire rosary? Uh, Please, if nothing else, pray one set of mysteries today. But can you pray all the sets of mysteries? You don't have to do it all at the same time. You have all day to accomplish this. But can we endeavor to pray a full rosary today on this, the Feast of St. Dominic? For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Heaven. The Blessed Mother wants you to pray your rosary today. We'll see you next time.